You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team. Let's talk waiver wire pitchers and injury replacements next on Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. Welcome into FBT in 5. As always, make sure to follow and stream us on Spotify. Today is Monday, and welcome to August. August 1st, I am Frank Sample, joined by Scott White. Let's start off with some waiver wire starting pitchers. Reed Detmer's has been amazing recently. Posted a career-high 12 strikeouts against the Rangers on Sunday. Four July starts, a 1.13 ERA, a 0.92 whip. Nick Lodolo, back-to-back quality starts against the Marlins and Orioles. And he went six innings, one run, seven strikeouts against the Orioles with 17 swinging strikes. Scott, how do you rank these four waiver wire pitchers? Detmers, Lodolo, Aaron Ashby, Brady Singer. So I... I'm ready to put Reed Detmers at the top of that list. Obviously, this start was this start on Sunday was just amazing. 12 strikeouts in seven innings, three hits allowed, 24 swinging strikes, 10 on only 28 of the 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 slider that he went to the minors and seems to have fixed. Got it thrown at two and a half miles per hour harder now. And uh, ever since returning from the minors, he's been he has yet to have a bad start. Now he hasn't normally missed as many bats as he did in this start against the Rangers. And it's worth noting the Rangers were missing Corey Seager. They don't have the greatest lineup to begin with, but even without Seager, it's not the worst lineup and, uh, and, and Detmers dominated it. So I think he needs to be number one. We do need to watch them. We do need to monitor the innings a little bit for him with this start. He's pretty much right at last year's total. Last year was his first as a professional. So of course uh, it's, it's the most, it's his career high. And uh, but you know, being part of a six-man rotation with the Angels, that might allow him to uh, not to miss many turns down the stretch. So Denver's number one, Ashby number two. I still love the upside for Ashby. Well, we saw the control problems resurface in his Sunday start after a great start against the Rockies last time out. It's a close call between Lodolo and and Brady Singer, third and fourth. I think Lodolo has a little more upside. He obviously showed it with a great two-start week. Granted, it was against the Marlins and the Orioles, but a lot of swing and miss potential there. And, um, uh, you know, he, he might have innings issues as well, but they're also looking to build up his innings uh, because he's he threw so few last year. 
All right, let's take a look at some safe sources who emerged this weekend. Taylor Rogers is out as the Padres closer for now. Apparently, he's going to take a little bit of a break, and it sounds like the Padres are going with a committee, but Luis Garcia was the first one up on Sunday where he tossed a clean ninth inning for his first save of the season. Scott, how are you prioritizing these names if you need saves? Luis Garcia with the Padres, Pete Fairbanks with Tampa Bay, and Jonathan Hernandez with the Rangers. So I think Jonathan Hernandez is a distant number one. He was looking like he was in line to take over the Rangers as the Rangers closer early last year before having to have Tommy John surgery and kind of put them in a spot where they've been searching for a closer ever since. So if he's beginning to earn those chances, I think he could take the job and run with it. Obviously, Brett Martin hasn't looked good. He got the first shot. Uh, after after they removed Joe Barlow from the role. So it could be Jonathan Hernandez from this point forward. I don't think Luis Garcia or Peter Fairbanks has really that same opportunity with their respective clubs. It sounds like it's going to be a by-committee situation for the Padres, at least until Taylor Rogers proves he's ready to take over. And it's always a by-committee situation for the Rays. All right, Julio Rodriguez, big name to the IL this weekend after getting hit by a pitch on his wrist. X-rays came back negative. He will not swing a bat for the next four to five days. Uh, They're saying a minimum length IL stay is possible, but eh, I'm not so sure. If you need an outfielder, however, to replace him, Scott Sleepers, Hunter Renfro, uh, went four for four on Sunday with his 19th home run. Leody Tavares is only 65% rostered uh, for those of you who play in shallower leagues. But let's say you play a little bit deeper. Um, Some other names from this weekend. Steven Kwan had five hits with another stolen base. He's got seven home games this upcoming week. Jared Kelnick was recalled by the Mariners, and he was having a strong July in AAA. And Randall Grichuk is the final name here. Three straight multi-hit games. He does have eight games this week. However, they're all on the road. So what do you think of these three names, Scott? Kwan, Kelnick, and Grichuk. Well, I think Quan is is a perfectly fine replacement in a points league where his lack of strikeouts is going to help elevate his scoring total. I'm not sure the others are going to do much for you. I mean, Grich, the fact Grichik is on the road and is a fringy Rockies hitter to begin with, you know, he is getting eight games, but I'm not excited about it. And I, I could get excited about Jared Kelnick, maybe. You know, he had a little... He had a chance to to kind of uh, get back in his comfort zone, spent a long time at AAA, put up good numbers. But I don't know how long he's going to stick around because Mitch Hanniger is due back from the IL Friday. And uh, I, I don't know, maybe they need Kelnick up to play center field. Uh, but if, if he doesn't deliver, I don't think his stay will be long. And his first game back struck out twice. So maybe you take a flyer on him for the upside, but I'm, I'm not especially encouraged. All right, for more extensive fantasy baseball coverage, listen to the Fantasy Baseball Today podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, your smart speakers, or anywhere else podcasts are found. And thanks for listening to Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. We'll be back again tomorrow morning. Bye-bye. You can now relive the best moments of the UEFA Champions League 24-7. The UEFA Champions League channel is a new 24-hour streaming channel serving non-stop goals, highlights, and full match replays from the world's most prestigious club competition. Reminisce on your favorite moments, legendary players, and brilliant goals with the UEFA Champions League channel, streaming around the clock on Pluto TV and the CBS Sports app.